This is thatsinthebible.com. That's in the Bible, episode number 94, Final Fight, Bible Radio. Troublesome times are here, filling men's hearts with fear. Freedoms we all hold dear, now is at stake. Humbling your hearts to God, saves from the chastening rod. Seek the way pilgrims trod, Christians away. Hello and welcome back to That's in the Bible. My name is Eric. Glad you could join us here at That's in the Bible. You know, it's a podcast that takes a look at different topics found in the Bible, some that you might not even realize are in the Bible. But first today, we're well, let me ask you a question. How hard is it to find a good Bible-believing, gospel-preaching radio station? One that plays Christ-honoring music and is on the air 24 hours a day. Well, that's what we're going to talk about today. The radio station is called Final Fight Bible Radio. And from Final Fight Bible Radio, we have Pastor Matt Crane joining us, along with our regular cast of Pastor Scott Strobel from First Bible Baptist Church in Lockport, New York. We've also got Pastor Stephen Bear of Blessed Hope Baptist Church in Buffalo, New York, and Youth Pastor Matt Sutton from Tikiok Bible Baptist Church in Point Hope, Alaska. Before we get started with our special guest today, let's check in with Pastor Stephen Bear in Buffalo, New York. Pastor Stephen Bear, how are you today? Doing just fine, Eric. Thanks. How are things in Buffalo? With the, are you still coping with the effects of the COVID nineteen virus? Yeah, we're. You know, it's like I guess like everybody place else. It's just uh, you know trying to get to the point where we're recovering. Uh, some of the things are starting to get back to normal. Uh, you know, we've had, uh, you know, just one service here for a while. We finally opened it up to uh, normal services for our church, and uh, people are trying to get uh, accustomed to that, get hopefully back into the habit of, of coming out for the uh, normal services that we were used to having before the pandemic hit. Uh, got a call from uh, uh, City Mission uh, they're starting up their services again to uh, for chapel services at night, and uh, we're scheduled here in the middle of uh, of July to start those back up. I'm anticipating Attica opening up here sometime fairly soon, but that's we'll the prison prison ministry you guys go to, right? Yeah, Pastor Strobel and I going out to uh, Attica for a Baptist Bible study there. And I'm um, anticipating them to be calling up sometime here soon, but haven't heard from them yet. Uh, so, you know, we're just gradually getting back into it. Um, you know, we've started up the uh, live streaming, and, and uh, again, it's, it's a blessing to be able to have that avenue for some of our folks that uh, have extenuating circumstances that would be rather hazardous to their health, uh, you know, and uh, so got one person that's in cancer treatment right now, and he and his wife are, are staying home. So uh, we're just glad for that. We're in the, you know, regular summer uh, things that we do. Got a chance to go out and play some golf again yesterday, and uh, I look forward to at least one time a week getting out and doing that. Uh, but uh, doing things around the house and taking care of uh, a two-year-old that's uh, uh, much like his father, so uh, we're just uh, 
<laughs> so <laughs> having having wow. fun doing that. So, <laughs> so <laughs> gotta get a dig in there somewhere. <laughs> I told him to bother you, so I hope he is. So listeners well, might he's not doing know. A good job. <laughs> listeners might not know you're ta- not talking about your son. No, <laughs> you're talking about Matt Sutton. Up yes, in- I am. Yep. I am. And uh, well, so. with that, Matt up in up in Alaska. <laughs> How did your son happen to be with Brother Steve Bear? <laughs> yeah, so, uh, of course, my wife, Jennifer, and I, uh, we've had some um, complications with um, pregnancies and things like that. And so we lost our last child. And um, so the whole thing was is that uh, out here in the Arctic, it's really hard to be able to find any kind of medical. You have to fly out of the village to be able to get anywhere. And so uh, we said the next time, <laughs> you know, you're, you have a baby, we're going to have you fly back to New York and be around good medical. So, and, uh, and the main thing is just to annoy my father-in-law. That's, that was <laughs> so, so that's what we planned on. That's what we did. So uh, it's been three months and, uh, counting down the days, 22 more days. And then I get to fly out and go be, be with my family again. So I can't wait. And, mm-hmm. uh, so that's coming up, and and so things are going well. We we just had King's kids. Our children's ministry yesterday had twenty four kids there, and um, a teenager has been coming to help out with the ministry as well. And just it's just such a blessing to see kids getting excited about the Lord. And I can't remember if I mentioned last time, but we started a Bible Institute on Thursdays, and so we've been going through um, going through basic Bible doctrine in that, and so they're getting excited about that as well. And it's just really neat. We got. Um, Actually, we're going to be heading out, uh, the other missionary and myself, today, we're going to be heading out uh, to uh, the teen camp site. So that's about 13 miles down the beach. Uh, We're going to go on uh, ATV four-wheelers and go there and take some supplies and things like that. We're getting ready for teen camp coming up. That's coming up uh, the 13th through the 15th of July. So uh, we head out there, get all the kids on four-wheelers and i mean they pile on their four-wheelers if if a friend has a four-wheeler they get on four or five you know all hanging off the sides and uh so that's pretty neat so we're looking forward to that and is the whaling festival is that over now yeah that's all over Uh, a lot of caribou out uh i guess about 40 50 miles away uh last week they saw a herd of about 500 and so so you, you just go around the village and you see everybody cutting up the caribou. And, and so they're doing that. Uh, Ugrooks are getting as well, which is uh, bearded seals. So that's the that's what's going on right now. Neat. And how about in Lockport, New York, Pastor Strobel? Still holding the fort in Lockport. That almost rhymes, doesn't it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we, we're continuing on with services. Um, one of the of course, things that, that we were forced into as well with uh, the coronavirus, as many of you have been, and it's already been mentioned, is just to do the live streaming. And uh, once we had to start doing that, we've we've continued to do it. Um, in our situation, uh, the blessing for me is I, I never missed a service. I was always there for church. <laughs> so we kept, we kept running our regular services, um, Sunday school, Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night. And we continued on that with just live stream. And then, of course, um, it's been about a month or so now, a little over a month, we've been able to have people come in uh, to service, started with small group, and then it uh, was increased to larger. And uh, now we're pretty much able to get uh, whoever wants to come uh, in. Matter of fact, we haven't had to reject anybody from coming in. Um, and more and more of the folks are 
starting to come out even who were not um, for their particular situation ready to come uh, right away. And we have some that still are not able to make it. And uh, we still have the, the live stream going for that reason. And uh, it's just, but it's been good. We had a real good service Sunday morning as far as uh, people coming out. And it's just a blessing. We had our piano player there, regular piano player there for the first time. Um, and it's just good to be in church, I'll tell you. Amen. And to have, have that fellowship of, of the saints and fellowship in the word. Amen. Uh, regard, regarding Attica, I have been in touch a little bit with um, the volunteer coordinator. Uh, they still have no timetable as far as when we're going to be getting in. On that note, Steve, you might have gotten an email. You want to? You, you might have to fill something out and, yep. and send that in while I'm thinking yep. about it. Yep. But I, okay, good. When I did when I did that, I, I inquired about when we'd be getting back, and they still have no word yet. So we're waiting to hear from that. And then. Um, Eric, after you mentioned about the 100th episode and our giveaway, I yes. can give you another story. Okay. Well, we do. We're, this is episode number 94. Believe it or not, we started this way back in 2009. Um, and we are coming up on episode 100. And so we'd like to do uh, some special things for that. One of those things is we've had some uh, That's in the Bible t-shirts made up, and uh, we are going to be doing a giveaway. We'll give you more information about that, but uh, right now we're planning on having you email us and letting us know that you'd be interested in receiving a t-shirt. We're going to take all those emails we get, put them in a big hat, and we're going to draw out. We haven't determined the number yet. It depends on the sizes that we still have. So it looks like at least three, possibly more t-shirts we'd like to give to you, so Listen for more details upcoming about that. On that note, the T-shirt, really sharp looking, has that's in the Bible logo on the front in the circle. And on the back, it has um, search the scriptures from uh, the Gospel of John. So I was in Walmart the other evening with my wife, and I'm I'm walking down uh, the aisle, and I hear somebody comment on the search the scriptures. (laughs) And... um, I didn't know it immediately, but uh, it didn't take me long to figure it out. It was a guy that I had encountered. This was at least the third time I had encountered, and he's just a, uh, an atheist, blasphemist, uh, blasphemist, just you know, big mouth that makes a big stink about it, and says, "Told me Jesus Christ, you know, never existed." Hmm. Um, and I, I, I like to ask him a question when they say things like that. I, I ask him, "What year is this?" <laughs> you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 2020. Well, 2020 what? You know, I mean, it, and and people say, well, they tried to change it. You know, instead of um, BC and AD, they've got uh, uh, BCE and CE right. for before the common era and the common era instead of before Christ and uh, Anno Domini, the year of our Lord. But you you have to just let them know you can call it what you want. The date is still contingent upon when Jesus Christ showed up on this earth. That's right. So we got into that a little bit, went back and forth, and um, he was telling me basically, you know, Bible can't help you, Jesus can't can't help you, and he was wearing a shirt that had a Batman logo on it, and I said, <laughs> it'd do more for you than Batman. <laughs> <laughs> so we had a little fun. At yeah, amen. Amen. That's good. Amen. So look forward to that and all that's coming up. And now let's bring in uh, Pastor Matthew Crane and uh, 
Mr. Matthew Crane started, I believe, or was a founding member of the That's, oh, I was going to say That's in the Bible, <laughs> of the uh, of a Final, Final Fight, Fight Bible Radio. And uh, Brother Crane, how are you today? I'm doing good. How are, uh, good to be here. Glad to be on this podcast. I, I know that when we first got Final Fight Bible Radio started, I contacted you guys and asked if we could uh, play That's in the Bible on the station. We were really in need of a lot of content at that time. And you guys, uh, as you know, allowed me to do that. And I really appreciate that. So I, I, I have a special place in my heart for the That's in the Bible podcast. So I'm glad to be here today. Amen. Amen. Glad you could be here. Now, Amen. not only do you do Final Fight Bible Radio, you um, operate that, but you also are a pastor at a church uh, in um, Portland, Oregon. Yes, that's correct. A little over two years. The name of the church is Truth Bible Baptist Church in southern Portland, uh, Lake Oswego specifically. So yeah, we got started about two years ago, a little over two years ago, and the Lord's been blessing it. And we've been putting out the truth to the best of our ability in spite of uh, this coronavirus here in Portland. You know, the the slogan in Portland is keep Portland weird. So <laughs> we are, I am, I am doing my part to try to keep Portland as weird as possible with a, a King James Bible believing dispensational church Amen. there in Amen. Southern Portland. Amen. Amen. And, you know, being from the East coast, um, and not really, I don't even think of the East coast because I'm located in the Finger Lakes, the center of New York state. It's not really a, large population but i things i hear about you know seattle and uh portland they seem to be a little bit um on the left coast <laughs> oh very much so <laughs> and uh, it seems like oregon and california are all, always in a competition to see who could be the most liberal mm -hmm. and out here in oregon yeah seattle as everybody knows they had that uh, autonomous zone set up uh, chaz or chop or mm -hmm. whatever it was they've been actually trying to get that going here in portland i've often wondered what they would call that if it was uh, the portland equality zone i guess it would be pez but uh, <laughs> you know it's crazy out here what i like about portland though is that it's it is very different it is very very weird and strange out here a lot of eccentric people but for me, I kind of enjoy that. I'm, right. I'm a little eccentric myself, and it and it keeps you on your toes from an evangelistic standpoint. Mm -hmm. And you never know what you're going to get when you go out. So I, I actually like it. I like the weirdness. And the countryside. I mean, just the landscape and everything. It's quite beautiful, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Or uh, Portland particularly has a little bit of everything. We have the greenery. We have the mountains. We have the coast. You know, just an hour and a half away. So. Uh, we have the big city. We have the rural areas. We have just about a little, a little bit of everything out here. Actually, I, I think it's great. Now, are you from there originally? No, I'm from uh, Boise, Idaho, is where I grew up. Okay, and then moved out. Then I, uh, my wife and I got married, and we moved to Fairbanks, Alaska, and lived there for three years. And then we, the Lord uh, led us to go to Pensacola Bible Institute. So we drove from Fairbanks, Alaska to Pensacola, Florida. Wow. And went to yeah, went to school for three years down there. And then after school, uh, uh, we came out here to Oregon. Uh -huh. And we've been out here now for just about eight years now. Amen. 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 So let me ask, Final Fight Bible Radio, how did that, how did they get started? How, how did that all begin? Well, truthfully, it was not my idea. Uh, it was a man named Brian Gaines. He 
is out here in Seattle. He's a brother. He has a, a company out here in Kirkland, Washington. But he had gone down to school for a little while, and he always had a burden for evangelism. And he would get involved in parades and put out tracks everywhere, you know, just a witnessing machine. And he saw the need around the world for a gospel witness. And his vision, his goal essentially was as eccentric as it may seem, was to get a street preacher on the corner of every single corner in the world. That's just, <laughs> If you know Brian, that's just how he thinks. You know, it, it's it's got to be extreme or nothing. Mm-hmm. And so obviously that was going to be a logistical problem with people. And so he started thinking, well, how could we get the gospel broadcast to every street corner in the world? And, and what started to come to mind was the idea of internet radio. And at the time, I was already beginning to mess around with uh, online shared folders. Uh, everybody's familiar with Dropbox now, but back then, uh, OneDrive was just coming out, and I was setting up a thing to where Bible graduates of Pensacola Bible Institute could basically log on, and we could all kind of share each other's sermons just to be a blessing to one another. So I was already starting to mess around a little bit with streaming and things of that nature, and Brian actually approached me one day and you know, asked me if... Uh, I'd be interested in starting an internet radio station. And, you know, he had, he had invited me to Seattle, took me to lunch to tell me about this big idea that he had. And, you know, I told him, yeah, I, I think that'd be a wonderful idea. I could definitely see the need for it because at the time, Christian radio, internet radio, I was already listening to Christian internet radio. And honestly, I couldn't find anything that I, that I liked. Uh, most Christian radio that I listened to was very anemic, uh, very effeminate, and nothing at all that would make you think of a Christian soldier. And so I had often lamented that there needs to be a much better Christian radio station. And then, sure enough, uh, Brian asked me if I'd be interested in doing something like that. I told him I'd pray about it, and he said, okay, that's great. By the way, I've got you know $2,000 worth of computer and recording equipment that I'm going to load up in the back of your car, and then you can pray about it. <laughs> <laughs> so it was one of <laughs> it was one of those things where he had already prayed about. It. He already knew this is what was going to happen, and he was just waiting for me to catch up. So we, uh, you know, at, I worked full time job, helped with the church that had been started out here in uh, West Portland, and you know, it was pretty busy as it was. But in my free time, in my spare time, I just began completely organic, built the radio station from total scratch. You know, read read books, watched videos, YouTube videos, uh, you know, looked into articles, tried different softwares, tried a lot of different things. It was all just really completely done from the ground up. And uh, within a short while, within a year of starting that on uh, July 4th, 2014, we launched, we officially launched Final Fight Bible Radio from a little tiny garage closet in uh, Scapoose, Oregon, just a little (laughs) north of it. Yeah, you wouldn't even know it either, really. You know, you wouldn't even know that it was just in a small, little closet like that. You know, so that's yeah. a blessing. Yeah, now my uh, closet is about uh, twice as big as it used to be. <laughs> so right now, that's the thing that is it's funny. You know, people contact me and they, you know, there's listeners to Final Five Bible Radio all around the world. We've been able to start foreign stations that I'll tell you about in a moment. But uh, a lot of times, people get the impression that it's this big production that I've got a staff, you know, and we're all doing this and we're all just working, you know, 40 hours a week on, you know, that me and a whole bunch of people and it's a big church ministry, but people are actually pretty shocked when they come out and visit 
they come visit my church and they come see the Final Fight Bible Radio studio, if you want to call it that. And it's actually extremely small. It's it's just me. I've got a handful of uh, helpers around the country that help me do a little bit of editing. But by and large, the operation of these stations and Final Fight Bible Radio and most of what you hear on the station is all produced right here in this little closet off of my master bedroom. Hmm. So oh, <laughs> the Lord is the Lord's good. And hopefully our prayers that uh, we'll be able to move into a little bit bigger of a space. We're at the point where we need that. Uh, we're literally, I'm literally out of room in my office for any additional foreign stations, but we would like to continue uh, producing more stations for these missionaries. So do the foreign stations run out of your uh, place as well? Yes. Yep, they do. All of them are here out of Portland, Oregon. And I guess I'll backtrack just a little bit, tell you a few more things about Final Fight, and then I'll tell you how we got into these um, foreign stations. But when we were starting Final Fight during that year where I was producing it and putting putting it together, I quickly realized that a station of this caliber, you know, running a radio station isn't something that's just going to be a hobby. It's not just something you do on the side in your free time or on a Saturday for a couple hours. Um, I realized really quickly that this is something that, you know, is going to consume a lot of my time. And for all practical reasons for this to work, I'm going to have to be able to do this at least part-time and if not part-time, full-time. And so understanding that, I began to pray as, Lord, you know, is this something that you really want me to do? Because this isn't, this is something I'm going to really have to commit to. And if this isn't something you want me to do, if this is just, you know, whatever, I'm I'm not interested if you're not interested in it. And so the Lord did some amazing things. And I was looking for assurance if this was the ministry God wanted me to do and understanding that it might involve me getting a different job or even quitting my job. And so was praying about that, ended up going up to uh, Faith Baptist Church in Chehalis, Washington with uh, Pastor Bill Bailey. And that night, I, you know, I'd been praying about this, just thinking about it all week long, well, for, for weeks at a time at that point, and just every single day, God, is this what you want me to do? I don't want to go any farther if it's not. Well, I come to Faith Baptist Church, and we got there about 45 minutes early for their evening service, and I opened the doors, and the fir- there's only a handful of people at the church at that time, and uh, the first person that greeted me that came up to me was a man named uh, Dean Kaiser. He's a handicapped uh, brother there at the church, and uh, he came up to me, and you know he's he, he you know really kind of spasmodically shook my hand, and before I could even say hello, he came up to me and said, "You need to start a Christian radio station." <laughs> wow. It was just the most bizarre thing that I've ever heard of in my life. He, the most off the wall random thing, like I said, uh, you know, the man has uh, has a mental handicap, so it's not something that you know, he's been contemplating or anything like that. I actually asked him, I said, well, it's funny you mentioned that because we've been thinking, we've been kind of working on something like that. And I said, and he said, I said, did somebody tell you that, you know, this is something we were doing? Because at the time, there's only about five people on planet Earth that knew that we were working on this. And I said, did somebody tell you? And he said, no. He said, just the moment I, w- the moment you walked through that door, I knew that you were the guy to start wow. a Christian radio station. <laughs> Wow. Well, I can't argue that, you know, (laughs) you know, and it was one of those things the Lord was already showing me through the scriptures. You know how it is. You read a verse and you're like, well, am I reading my own calling into this verse? I don't want to do that, you know, but the Lord used that to definitely solidify that for me. And I'm glad he did because uh, it's been an interesting roller coaster. And I feel like the Lord, uh, I feel like this ministry required something kind of extreme like that to 
validate that this is something God wanted because there's been plenty of opportunities to sit back and say, you know what? I wonder if I got that wrong. <laughs> mm-hmm. I wonder if this is really what the Lord wants because we're having quite a bit of problems. But so anyway, we broadcast for about a year and we and, and Brian's goal from the very beginning was to try to have foreign stations in other languages. And we were trying to figure out the best way to do that, how to go about it. The very first station that we began with was a Greek station uh, for the missionaries over in Greece. There's uh, a handful of Bible-believing missionaries over there, and we helped them to put together a Greek radio station, much like Final Fight Bible Radio, same format and and all of that, except with Greek material. And the advantage, the reason why we do it the way we do, the advantage of broadcasting from here in Portland is that we're essentially broadcasting a Greek station around the world. The Greek missionaries supply me with the material and I plug it into the system, into the automate, <clears throat> into the automation, and it broadcasts out of Portland. We have the freedom in the United States to broadcast this material, whereas in Greece, they don't, because of the almost church-state system there in Greece and the European Union, they're not, they don't have the liberty to be able to broadcast something like that. Mm. So we kind of bypass the Greek Orthodox Church by broadcasting out of Portland. And they, the missionaries then can promote the station to their people there in Greece, and people can tune in, and technically they're listening to a stream from Portland, Oregon, and they can, in that way, like I said, bypass the restrictions of the Greek Orthodox Church and get the gospel and sound Bible doctrine to the people there. Amen. Amen. I'm, I'm amazed at the variety of music that your, your station plays, Final Fight. From bluegrass yeah. to, um, you know, just almost classical type music to marching songs. I know you do the, a lot of those. And yep. Where do you get all yep. your music? How does that well, come about? A lot of it comes from uh, listeners. They send me their CDs. They ask me to play their music on the station. Um, a, number of, a lot of it is people that I've contacted myself. And we've just acquired a lot of it over the years. Um, the music issue I, I liken to wrestling an alligator <laughs> it's one of those <laughs> things you you can never let your let go of it for too long because music by nature is a spiritual type thing and so mm-hmm. it's it's not difficult for it to kind of drift one way or the other in a direction that it shouldn't go when we first got started um i had a whole bunch of music and some of it was much better than others but i'm not i'm not a big musician so i didn't feel like i was necessarily able to discern exactly what would be proper for the station and what wouldn't. There's so many different opinions when it comes to music. And some people love the music that we played. Some people said, well, some of it's good, some of it's bad. And then you got a handful of people saying, well, it's all bad. And so um, (laughs) you can never please everybody. But that was something that I really prayed about and sought the Lord on. And the Lord used um, missionary Perry Demopoulos over in Russia to really help me get a good foundation when it comes to understanding music and the proper types of music to have on the station. And so uh, about two or three years ago, we really did an overhaul of the music on the station. I think now it's, it's much better than it was. Mm-hmm. Well, along with the music, um, you know, the variety of preachers that you have on there is uh, really one of the things that I appreciate because you've got a lot mm-hmm. of different types of uh, fellows that are on there. And I was wondering how how all that works. I mean, are you just taking things offline, or do you get permission, or how does all that work? Yeah, I always try to get permission from the pastor. You know, sometimes 
preachers don't want to be affiliated maybe with other preachers or maybe with online in general. They just don't like online, so they don't want to be on it, blah, blah, blah. And that's fine. So I try to respect that, and I try to always get permission before I uh, play any particular preacher. Um, and so I'll sometimes they'll contact me. Sometimes I'll contact them based on a referral or something like that. With the preachers on Final Fight, what I—that's one of the things I, I, I do personally also really like about this station—is it's very has a lot of variety. And the pastors that I have on here, pretty much there's there's not a lot of criteria and stipulations. I don't go over it with a fine tooth comb. Basically, you know, they believe the same basic Bible doctrines we do. I don't want Calvinists on the station. I don't want post-tribulation mm-hmm. rapture people on the station. You know right. what I mean? Right, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do want King James Bible believers. And so because of that, there's a number of people on the station. There's a lot of latitude with the things that are that are spoken on the air. And, and frankly, there's a lot of things that I hear preached that I don't even agree with. And, I, and I'm OK with that. And I don't it's not based on what I like and what I don't like or what I think and don't think. I want to give people liberty to be able to have their own opinions, you know, speak the word of God, the scriptures. There's only been very a few instances over the past, you know, six years that I've have to, had to actually take someone off for a doctrinal reason. But for the most part, yeah, it, the thing about Final Fight Bible Radio is you're not going to agree with everything that you hear, but you're going to, because of that, because I allow that latitude, you're going to hear things on that station that uh, there's a really good chance you probably would hear on no other Christian radio station out there. There's going to be uh, very in-depth Bible teaching, Bible preaching. You're going to hear some crazy theories, and uh, some of the crazy theories you hear will probably even come from myself. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you and, know what? Uh, it's like uh, you know the the body is very just like the human body. There's there's so many different aspects, so many different members, and I don't want to try to make the whole station an arm or a leg. You know, I just right. figure you know what I'm going to let people preach what God gives them, and you know do my best to monitor it, but I'm not going to police the thing. As uh, uh, people that listen, uh, probably famous for doing, have you had a lot of pushback from some of the things that maybe they personally don't agree with and and have complaint to the uh, the station? Yeah, I get some of that. Um, I do have a disclaimer on the website and on the radio that basically says, you know, we don't necessarily agree with everything that comes onto this station. Um, Mm -hmm. so, So that helps. For the most part, I would say nine out of ten times when I get an email of someone that's upset about something that was preached or taught or something, I'll go back and listen to it. And a lot of times it was either misunderstood uh, what the person was saying. Maybe something was out of context. They took something out of context. Or maybe the preacher just, I know what he's trying to say, but maybe he just didn't word it very well because I know that person personally and I know what they believe. So, you know, I try to give the benefit of the doubt. And most of the time, that's all it is, so it's not a big deal. Um, like I said, on a rare occasion, somebody will say, did you know this is on your station? And I'll go back and listen, and sure enough, it's like, wow, I I was not aware that's what that person believed. You know? <laughs> so, like I said, but that it, it's usually you know, an extreme thing. Like I said, usually Calvinism, post-tribulation, something like that. It sneaks on there, and, and I just have to weed some of that out every once in a while. Amen. Well, I know... Uh, you know, I when I first got saved, I was in uh, the Bronx, New York, and then moved uh, after a while to Syracuse, New York, and stayed there for about seven years. And the Christian radio station there, it uh, kind of like what you were saying. It's uh, was very anemic, you know, effeminate. It was very hard to be able to find any good 
music and especially any good preaching and teaching. And I know that there was another gentleman that I used to work with, used to see him just for maybe uh, 20 minutes every day. He'd walk in and his doctrine was all over the place. And the reason why is because he was listening to the radio station. And the problem with that is, you know, the radio station, you have so many different people on there and they don't tell you what they believe. They're, they're real, like most radio stations today, I think. They, uh, you know, they're Calvinistic, they're uh, amillennial or postmillennial and charismatic new age, you know, easy believism, all this kind of stuff. And, and, and so, so it's kind of sad that everybody gets a little bit of doctrine from all different types of, you know, people like that. And so it's just such a blessing now to be able to say, Hey, listen, you know, why don't you, uh, turn on uh, final fight Bible radio, either go online or, or download the app. And, and for me as, as a missionary out here, and, you know, my main focus is to the kids and to the teenagers. And it's such, such a blessing, especially for the newer generations now. Nobody really turns on a radio and tries to go to, you know, 88.1 FM or AM or they don't even know what that is. And so it's really neat, you know, with the new generation, uh, you know, I, I truly believe that, you know, if we didn't have Internet, uh, you know, ways to get them, get a hold of them on the Internet, uh, then we would lose a lot of the newer generation. So it's a blessing to be able to tell my teenagers, hey, listen, you always have your iPhone or, you know, your Samsung, whatever you have with you. Download this app, Final Fight Bible Radio, and listen to it. And so it's a blessing. So I, I truly appreciate uh, all that you do. And, and especially for, like I said, my teenagers uh, being able to just download an app. That's I think that's pretty much where it's all going now is just apps. So it's a blessing. Yeah, I agree. Uh, FMAM radio is extremely spent expensive and is, you know, becoming more and more obsolete. And just to put, you know, internet radio into perspective, uh, the first iPhone came out in 2007. And I was working at T-Mobile when, you know, the generic touch phone started coming out with the MyTouch in 2010. And uh, Final Fight Bible Radio launched in 2014. So it is still, even though you know, we're all used to online radio now, it's still very much a new, a new frontier <laughs> of, of getting out the truth. And yeah. it's, it's really only less than 25 years old or so. The first online radio was 1993. So it's still very new. And I'm, I do believe with all my heart that this is something that the Lord has allowed the church to take advantage of uh, in the last days, I know that not everybody is a fan of the internet, and the world would probably be a better place without it. I I understand that, but it is what it is. We're here, so we're trying to use it to the glory of God while we can. You know, while we still have the legal ability, and and we're not shut down, you know, for political incorrectness and all that stuff. But you know, with the station, the three things that we really try to emphasize that un fortunately is completely lacking in modern Christian radio is number one, uh, the scriptures. You know, we take a stand, we stand without apology on the authorized version of the word of God, the King James Bible. We're not afraid to state mm -hmm. that. We don't apologize for that. And I think that in and of itself makes us a very unique station. You know, the Bible says where the word of a king is, there is power. And so we're trying to put out as much scripture through the radio station as we can. We have various people around the world record Bible verses for us, and you hear those all throughout the day. The other thing that we try to emphasize is the gospel. And for those of us who are Bible believers, that might sound, okay, yeah, that's great, but I've had people tell me, why do you play the gospel on your station so much? Most of your listeners are Christians. Well, 
there's going to be a number of people and undoubtedly that are religious, but maybe they've never actually trusted Jesus Christ as their savior. Maybe they're trusting their baptism or church membership to save them. They just stumble across final fight. And so they get to hear the gospel, but more mm-hmm. than anything, there's a lot of different uh, presentations of the gospel. It can help Christians see different avenues of being able to witness and be able, able to approach the, the gospel from different directions. And so it can help them in that respect, but also, you know, primarily I believe as a Christian radio station, you should have the gospel on your station. I mean, Amen. it's amazing how you can listen to the average modern Christian radio station, whether it's fundamentalist or not, and you'd have to listen literally for five hours before you'd heard a clear presentation of the gospel, and even then it'd probably just be a tag at the end of a sermon. And so we try to, every single hour, if you listen to Final Fight, you probably hear the gospel at least once an hour on, you know, clearly that Jesus Christ died for your sins, you're a sinner on the way to hell, but Jesus Christ died for your sins, was buried, and rose again the third day, and that salvation is a free gift. And so we emphasize that. And then finally, the other thing that makes us unique is we emphasize for foreign missions. And again, you know, it's like I well, I'm not I'm not sorry for dogging on these other Christian radio stations. I think they've really <laughs> dropped the ball and should be accountable for that. But mm-hmm. at the same time, you know, uh, without uh, uh, you know, coming across proud or arrogant. I don't want to be like that, but let's just face it. Uh, the Great Commission is still our job, and there's some missionaries out there doing the job. They're boots on the ground, getting the gospel out, and we want to be able to promote and support those missionaries in any way we can. And a lot of Christian radio, you never even know missionaries even existed anymore because they never say a word about them. And so we really want to use Final Five Bible Radio to uh, promote foreign missions and so you'll also hear about foreign missions all day long on the station. We raise awareness for these people that are on the field. We encourage people to pray for them every single hour of every day. And we give also opportunities for people to be able to donate to these foreign missionaries through the radio station. And as always, we don't, it's not like a popular chain that has a clown for their mascot who, if you uh, donate a dollar for every dollar you donate to their organization, they'll give one penny to the actual foundation and then keep the rest for themselves. We're not like that. Uh, 100% of whatever comes in for the foreign missionaries goes to the foreign missionaries. It's been that way since the beginning. We don't scrape any off the top for ourselves. We don't take a tithe, quote unquote, for ourselves off of people's donations. Uh, Anything that goes to somebody, it just funnels straight through us to the missionary. And by the grace of God, we've been able to help a lot of missionaries uh, in that way. Amen. 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 That's great. Amen. You know, I appreciate and have long understood the need for a a Christian radio station like this, Bible-believing station. I remember many years ago, I was driving home from uh, Rochester, where I had been teaching uh, a Bible Institute class or classes that night, and I was trying to find something to listen to, and I turned turned on one of the Christian radio stations. I think it was uh, Family Radio, and I think also that was my first encounter with uh, Harold Camping, hearing him, Mm -hmm. and of course, he is just a strong, heavy Calvinist. Um, allegorical biblical interpretation and man listening to him I, I got frustrated my radio was actually in a little bit of danger uh, at the moment <laughs> and I just I just remember just crying out Lord give me a radio station you know I, uh, I even started looking into it and as you say it was expensive and it, it wasn't feasible and something that I, I was not um, able to do at the time but when I thought about it I, I had call letters already I knew it was going to be WBBL I could say 
Uh, you're listening to Bible, WBBL. <laughs> <laughs> if, if we could have worked out. Anyway. <laughs> so to, to see and hear this on the uh, internet and have, uh, as it is, 24-hour access to it is it's a real blessing. Um, I like to personally listen to it a lot. I listen to it when I'm uh, running outdoors. And it goes, you know, and I you know, spend time out there and I enjoy it and it, and it feeds me and it keeps me, um, my mind occupied, as you like to say, um, out of the gutter and onto God's word. Mm-hmm. And I, when I first w- wanted to do that, when I, I, my first running, when I first started, I started it was about 2016, when I first started getting into it and then listening to somebody, I listened to a lot of uh, Brother Gipps um, messages on the, that I could find online and after pretty much exhausting that supply, I, I really needed something else. And and, I, and the only thing I was concerned about was, is it going to use up too much of my data? I was on a limited data plan at that point. So I did a test run, and uh, boy, it was great. And, and so I want to just let you guys know on your apps, it really does not use up a lot of data. Um, one of the things I've wondered, I think a lot of people have, and I would like to ask you, uh, Brother Crane, is how did you arrive at the name for the station? Oh yeah, that's a good question. Well, we wanted a station that 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 came across as militant, that people would associate hopefully with uh, a good soldier of Jesus Christ, as opposed to the, like I said, the effeminacy of a lot of the other Christian stations. And so this the verse that has always just kind of stuck in my mind, and even been in a lot of ways a life verse for me, is Jude three that says, you know, beloved, when I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation, it was needful for me to write unto you and exhort you that ye should earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered unto the saints. And so we wanted to have a station that was going to be uh, earnestly contending for the faith, that was going to be more aggressive as opposed to passive, that was going to be uh, polemic as opposed to apologetic. And so when we were putting that whole thing together, we had some different you know, names that came up, uh, different suggestions. But the one that really stuck out was, uh, you know, Final Fight Bible Radio. And the reason why we went with that is because I wanted I wanted fight in there because of the Christian warfare, but also just the understanding that we are at the last days of the church Amen. age. Amen. And, you know, the rapture is going to be soon. This is really, for those of us, I believe personally, that are, you know, those of us sitting right here talking, the Christians that are listening to this podcast I want people need to understand that we are the last fighters, I believe, of the church age. We are the group that is here uh, defending the word of God and contending for the faith. We're it. There, there's not going to be another generation after us as far as church age Christians go. You've got that 144,000 in the tribulation and all that. But for better or worse, we are in the last days. We are here, and it's our job to hold the line. And so I uh, made it final fight Bible radio. Uh, understanding that we're the the final fighters of the church age before the sun goes down and the darkness, the dark night of the tribulation settles in. And so uh, final fight and then Bible radio, uh, the focus of the station is on the word of God. It's not on uh, any particular, it's not on denominations. It's not on, uh, you know, this camp or that camp. It's on the word of God, the King James Bible. It's not this particular pastor or this particular group as the authority. Um, it's the Word of God. The King James Bible is the authority, and that's what the emphasis of the station is. And then, uh, you know, the two white uh, bars, you know, and the, the actual logo itself, that was a kind of a copy off the Israeli flag, you know, uh, except with black and white, 
because we wanted it to be a very standout. You know, we, you got black and you got white, none of this gray stuff. So <laughs> that's where all that came from. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so so the Lord the Lord's been good, and we've in uh, in July, this July fourth, it'll be six years officially. And in 2014, yeah. we launched Final Fight. In 2016, we launched uh, the Greek station and the German station, Glaubenskampf Bible Radio with uh, Nico Verhoof. Takis Korinitis is the point man for the Greek station, Aletheus Pharos, which means Truth's Lighthouse. And then in 2017, we will, we launched Korean Radio Bible Doctor, and uh, the point man for that is Kyung Kim there in Los Angeles. And then uh, we also launched the Russian station. I can't even pronounce the, <laughs> the Russian station, <laughs> but Perry Demopoulos is the point man for that one. And and then, uh, let's see, 2018, we launched uh, the Thai station and God Radio over in Thailand, and also our Pashto station. That's a, a language spoken over in uh, Iran. It's, uh, it's one of those countries over there, and we're trying to get one going in, uh, you know, Farsi and, and a couple of those languages, but uh, we got one in Pashto, and then also uh, Dutch. That's the, the one, I, one I forgot. In Dutch, the German station used to broadcast Dutch and German, and we split that up into two separate stations. So we have a total of, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight stations right now. We're working on a South Asian station for India, Myanmar, and Bangladesh. And we also have a Spanish station. How could I forget the Spanish station? We just launched the Spanish station this year. Uh, Ray, uh, I mean, um, oh, brother Michael Meyer is the point man for that, and Raymond Jones. So again, these are all stations. They're broadcasting sound Bible doctrine in the language of these people. Each of these stations is growing in various ways at various paces. Really, the 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 growth of the station a lot of times is going to be dependent dependent upon the missionary themselves. You know, if they send me more material, uh, we can get it out there. If they promote it, it'll it'll grow. There's only so much I can do, but you know. We've been able to get eight, eight of these things going, and we're still trying to press forward to the best of our ability, and we'll see what the Lord uh, allows in that respect. Is there a way of monitoring the uh, amount of listenership you have for each station? Uh, is there some way that you can monitor that personally? There is. Yeah, I have access to analytics on those things. Okay. Um I don't know how accurate the analytics are sometimes. I've got, I'm told that there are tons of listeners in India that listen to Final Fight Bible Radio, for example, and they've never once showed up on my analytics. So I'm not 100% confident in uh, the numbers that I do have. But but out of the numbers we do have, out of the ones that do show up, uh, each station you know, is doing extremely well. Final Fight Bible Radio, I'm, I'm constantly amazed you know, how many people <laughs> tune in to that station. It, it has a large influence, and I do take that seriously, understanding the uh, amount of influence that this station has in the Bible believing body of Christ. And I don't want to mess that up, you know, and I want to try to do my best, uh, you know, n- not everybody's going to appreciate or like the way I do it, but you know what? I, I just figure you can, this is, this is the Lord's ministry. Uh, the Lord's put me in charge of it for better or for worse. And so by the grace of God, I'm going to do as best I can to uh, make sure that his word is the authority first and foremost. Amen. Are each of the foreign stations running 24 hours as well? Yes. Yep. They all are. There's it, the difficulty with the foreign stations is it's, is material. Uh, for example, in Thai, there is not hardly any uh, preaching and music in Thai for that is Bible believing preaching. You know, there's just a handful of little things. So there's a lot of repetition on these foreign stations. But a lot of the people that do tune in, 
they still appreciate it because literally there's absolutely nothing else in that language that is even remotely close to sound Bible doctrine. So uh, in spite of, you know, at times uh, my frustration with the quality of these stations, you know, it's still the best we can do and it's still the best thing out there at this time. Well, I do have a question. So my, uh, my grandmother is Greek Orthodox and I know the, missionary that you have for that station i heard his a little bit of his testimony which is a blessing that uh, he grew up kind of greek orthodox as well i believe and mm-hmm. then uh, i think he went to new jersey and and it was neat he said either the man that baptized him or something in the greek orthodox church actually witnessed to him at a restaurant there in new jersey and but i guess i just had a question on uh, maybe somebody like me maybe he's listening and they have either you know an older relative that uh, is either from Greece you know no Greek or some of the other stations um, is there a way possibly I know that you might be able to make some copies of uh, the preaching and things like that but you know I've witnessed to my grandmother a bunch of times and uh, you know, she's still not saved. And maybe some people are listening too that, uh, you know, their older relatives are not saved, but they do speak those other languages and they might listen to somebody that, you know, was converted from that religion. Uh, is there a way that they'd be able to listen to it if they can't get to it online? I know there might be a way that they could call on their phone as well. Is that possible? That used to be a lot more possible than it is now. Um, okay. We had a call-in service that enabled us to do that. Uh, but that call and service went out of business, and I haven't been able to find a good one to replace it that doesn't charge, you know, an arm and a leg for the service. But um, yeah, at this time, the internet would be the only uh, possibility option at this time, except for the German station. I think the German station is our one exception. There is a phone number that somebody could call mm-hmm. on German. However, it is a German number, so if they were okay. actually living in Germany, it'd be a long distance call. <laughs> right. <laughs> Amen. Um. Uh, on sort of a, a note like that, and you had mentioned earlier about the missionaries and its announcement that you make regularly when you're talking about the missionaries, how you don't siphon uh, expenses for the station from the missionary support. And it gets me to wondering, um, do you have expenses for the station and, and are there financial needs? We do have a lot of expenses, and that's been a really interesting thing. When When we started these foreign stations, for example— you know, there are expenses involved with each station, but at the same time, understanding that these missionaries, they themselves a lot of times are operating in the red, and so they don't have a lot of money to spend on it, but we want to get the gospel out. So we've, uh, char- we charge, I don't even know if charge is the right word, but basically to cover our expenses, plus a little bit for my time, uh, we basically have a super low, low, low monthly price that we ask ask of the missionaries. And so that helps a little bit. But um, we every year we have a March Matchness promotion where the listeners can contribute to the foreign stations, and, and that'll help uh, support those missionaries. We actually, I don't know of any other radio station that does this, but we actually start the radio station for the missionary, do pretty much all of the work, and then we go about trying to raise support for that missionary for that station. So we end up paying for it. <laughs> we at this point, I think, uh, out of eight stations, we pay for two or three of them a hundred percent, and then. Uh, three or four more of them at 75 or 50%. So we try to help the missionaries as best we can and to leave, relieve the burden off of them. Um, the station itself, Final Fight Bible Radio, is supported. It was supported primarily. Brian Gaines uh, always contributed heavily towards it, but because of um, the coronavirus and his his construction business being shut down, 
through all this, he hasn't been able to contribute, which was kind of a stressful thing because without his contributions, it's pretty sizable every quarter. You know, we wouldn't have been, we, in the past, we've never been able to make it. Um, about three years ago, I went full-time. I submitted to the Lord. The Lord was leading me to go full-time with this. I quit my job at U.S. Bank and had a lot of good opportunities there, but the Lord told me to just go by faith and trust the Lord and uh, do Final Fight full-time. The Lord has provided for us. But uh, just recently, as of uh, about you know when this coronavirus thing happened, it's really strange. Right when Brother Gaines was at the point where he couldn't support the station and help out financially, uh, the Lord, right at that time, we kind of crossed this threshold where financially from the donations of listeners and other churches that support this ministry, we are able to, uh, for the first time, meet all of our expenses. And we haven't um, had a problem financially, even though mm-hmm. he hasn't been able to contribute. It's just it's a miracle how how these things happen, because I, I, I we operate with very low budget for us. And the Lord is always taking care of our financial needs. Um, we're not like a lot of the Christian stations. And, and again, you know, everybody, anybody that's listened to Christian radio understands what I'm about to say. Most Christian radio you listen to, it's constantly, you know, asking for donations, give us money. We need to be able to make our budget this year. If you'll just give by faith and do this and do that, we can broadcast for three more months and all this. <laughs> we don't do all that. We we raise support and we raise, we ask for we're not ashamed or embarrassed to raise support for foreign missions. We we do that. That's fine. Um, for our foreign stations, we do that. But for Final Fight Bible Radio, we don't solicit funds for ourselves in the sense that we don't we don't ask people for money. We're we're I'm living by faith. We're trusting the Lord by faith, and every single month, the Lord you know just meets our needs and financially and takes care of the whole thing. It's a miracle. The Lord does it, and. But again, you know, it's it's not about the money, and we want to try to make sure that it never becomes about the money. We want to just keep that something that in the Lord's control, and that's something we try to decide from the very beginning. Um, it, it's just to trust the Lord with be beating the drum to try to get money for the ministry. If we run out of money, we'll just stop broadcasting. <laughs> that's kind of the way I feel about it, you know, uh, but we'll trust the Lord for that. Amen. And uh, we're starting to to lose your connection there. I just wanted to, if, if folks would like to contribute, like to help support Final Fight, I know that um, on your website at uh, finalfightbibleradio.com, there's a place that they could donate. Yeah, that's correct. Yep. If people want to donate, they can do so through the website. The links are all there. Um, they can also see the list of missionaries that we currently have on there, as well as the foreign stations, along with links to the foreign stations. If people have friends or family that speak other languages, they can go there and find the links to those stations on our main FinalFightBibleRadio.com website. And in addition to a lot of other things, there's a ton of stuff there. So I do encourage people to go there. Um, there is a new app that will be coming out shortly that will be very robust and have a lot of additional features on it. Uh, in contrast to the current app that we have, that's really just very static with just a play button. Um, this new app is going to be, is going to be great. I think uh, I'm really excited about it. I'm hope, hoping we can get it out here within uh, the next month, the next 30 days, but uh, we'll see what happens. Amen. Looking forward to that. And I can tell you, it's just, I, I'm sure we all can from listening to that app on our phones. The sound quality is much better than what you're hearing right now through Skype. 
So I would encourage everyone to check out Final Fight Bible Radio. You can put that into your app store or whatever phone you're on. You'll be able to download the app and listen to it anytime. And here's another thing. Uh, You know, I know it's probably Big Brother or something worse, but I have this Amazon Alexa thing. I say, uh, Alexa, play Final Fight Bible Radio. And it does. Just goes, (laughs) well, (laughs) It's going to do it. (laughs) She's hearing me. See, look at that. She'll start to play it wherever I am. It's great. So uh, you can also do that too. If you don't uh, necessarily have the app, you can bring it right through your, uh, whatever that personal thing is that that Amazon has. And I'm sure Google has the same kind of thing, but we want to thank brother crane for, for giving up some of his uh, very precious time. I know he's, busy man and with the station and church and family and, and for coming on and giving us some background behind final fight Bible radio. And I know there's a lot more things that we could talk about, a lot more things we can ask, but we're going to, uh, to, uh, value your time and, and, uh, let you go. But thank you again, brother. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, I know he's trying to get through, but Skype is not cooperating. But we we're thankful that we were able to have a clear connection for as long as we did. Amen. All right, guys, anything else? I think we're good. All right. Well, Lord willing, we'll see you next time. Rod, seek the way pilgrims trod. Christians away. Jesus is coming soon. Morning or night or noon. Many will meet. Many will meet. Trumpets will surely sound All of the dead shall rise Righteous meet in the skies Going where, going where no one dies Heavenward bound Troubles will soon be Rising up in the skies, telling this world goodbye. Homeward we then will fly, glory to share. Jesus is coming soon, morning or night or noon. Many will many will meet their doom. Trumpets will trumpets will surely sound. All of the dead shall rise. In the skies, going where, going where no one dies, heavenward bound. Jesus is coming soon, morning or night or noon. Many will, many will meet their doom. Trumpets will, trumpets will surely sound. All of the dead shall rise, righteous be in the skies, going where, going where no one dies. Heavenward bound. This has been a production of the That's in the Bible podcast. To leave a comment or to ask a question, visit our website at thatsinthebible.com or email us at thatsinthebible at gmail.com or call our listener feedback voicemail at 716 584 
1611. Again, that's 716-584-1611. As always, thanks for listening and press on.